For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. What a blessing. What an honor. What a blessing. Here we are today. Oh, yes. For the few minutes we have, we are asking that you would touch us. We are asking that you would transform us. One word from God can revolutionize your life forever. One word from God that you can latch on and obey will bless your life forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to be more like you. Jesus, I Wanna be more, wanna be more like Jesus. Wanna be a vessel you went through. Lift up your two hands like so. Sing, I wanna be like Jesus. Wanna be more like you, Jesus? I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. I wanna be more like I wanna be I wanna be like Jesus. Be more like Jesus. I wanna be more like you. Wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. I wanna be more like you. Father, we want to be more like Jesus. He who loved us. And give himself for us. We want to be more like you. Who would not want that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. And to the saving knowledge. Of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This morning as we look into your word. We ask that you will open our eyes. To behold wondrous things. Out of your law. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. 25 reasons why we must have a mega church. Is it like somebody would even say 25 reasons why we must have swollen Sunday? But it is 25 reasons why we must have a mega church. Because swollen Sunday makes the church swell. And we are trusting God that we will go beyond, Macarius beyond swollen Sunday. So that. <laughs> is that also Ghana beyond aid you see we will be a country we are collecting aid all the time but we want to look beyond the aid so that after the aid has been given we will not be looking for aid again so Ghana beyond aid beautiful I, I hope we are, we are getting there you people are people I don't know whether you don't have faith or you don't understand you don't believe in the government or I don't understand what you are trying to do 
Ah, si can pay the day, so you don't want to make noise. Okay, okay, I understand. I understand. Hey, Christian brothers and sisters. <laughs> Beautiful. Number one, we must have a mega church because that is the most appropriate vision and goal for a church. For a pastor, for a church. The most appropriate goal is to have a mega church. I preached extensively on this on Tuesday. So I don't intend to go over it. But just enough for us to see in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where church without a mega church vision is not going to do so well. Yes. So we must have a vision. A mega church is what? A big church. A large church. And God has put this vision. If you look at uh, Luke chapter 14, Luke 14 and uh, verse 23, where he instructs that we must go to the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. There's a phrase there which says, that my house may be failed. God wants his house to be failed. It is, his, it is his vision. It is his agenda. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against. I think there was a song like that I heard them sing this morning. I will build my house upon this rock. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Will you build my church? So it's a question to the church. Will you build my church? So it must be a vision of your life as a Christian to participate in building his church. In building his house. Not just the physical building, but you know the church is made up of both the building, the building and, uh, and I'm happy to announce in our church that 13 people have given $10,000 to build one community church each. So 13 people here. Yes. You see, if you had clapped earlier, God would have prospered you so that you two can build one or two or three. I know a gentleman, he's not even a member of our church, but his worker told him that uh, it's her birthday and she wants to build a church on this her birthday. Yes, so she organized herself and gave $10,000 because the community churches are built in far away remote places where it's not, the Archbishop was telling us on Tuesday or from his video greetings that the government will not even go to such places. And when he was driving, they had to clear the road for his car to be able to pass to some of these places. So our archbishop who is here, he goes around dedicating all these buildings that have been built. Yes. And when he doesn't have, his schedule allows him, he comes to be with us and then he strengthens us. But his wife has been here for a very long time. And, and she prophetically held a seat for him so that one day he will come and sit here. But he was in Kodesh and some places, but it was not working. But God has brought him to his real place to sit by his wife, who unfortunately lost her mother a few days ago. But um, we know that Archbishop comforts all of us. So, I mean, she's already comforted, you know, yes. And then the comforter is with her. And then also, no. She has joined my mother who went ahead three years ago and they are very happy singing and they are so happy that when you cry, they are, they are surprised because, hey, we are very happy here. Why are you crying? Do you know? And they are gloriously attired. These wonderful mothers, God bless them. God bless them. So we pray that God will comfort you, the whole family. The Archbishop also, I mean, he's in it because he says, now he has a major funeral. Archbishop also 
uh, also goes often with delegations to represent our presiding bishop at funerals. Yes, and very, very uh, high-profile funerals. You see him there with a delegation. And so, as he has comforted others, may the Lord comfort him in his own house. God bless you. God bless you. It is well. Chichire rest up. Chichire. It's called comforting. Alright, so that note is very important. Have a goal. Nobody should be in the church without a spiritual goal. I want to participate. If I'm giving money, if I'm using my time, if I'm using my energy, I'm also helping to mobilize people, I'm sharing flyers for Jesus. For Jesus. Some people work at um, alcohol making companies and they share flyers for people Casapreco uh, and other places for people to come and buy all these drinks alcohol which has caused more accidents than anything you know about more deaths do you see it's advertised comfortably because somebody is eating from it but for Christ don't think about just eating for today you are going to eat for all eternity ready at 20 ready at 20 so you'll be hearing this ready at 20 prof doctor please you, you ready at 20 me and you we are not retiring today tomorrow next month next at all we are young we'll continue i didn't hear so we'll continue fighting for the lord continue fighting for the lord i've known dr yevuja i think when you were a student eh? yes eh? yes bishop yes that's uh, 1990 <laughs> Somebody said, hey. <laughs> It's like I was only three years old. <laughs> yes, that's how long we've been at this work. Today, he's one of the major, major doctor surgeons in 37 military hospital. Are you a soldier? Please, no, Bishop. But civilian doctor. Yeah, yes. I'm sure if you are a military man by now, you'll be like general or brigadier general. Brigadier general. <laughs> brigadier general. Which you don't even understand. But it's a very high rank. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We've been at it for years. And still, we are saying that we are not giving up. And we are not leaving it for some new people be who now don't know Jesus. They are now coming to come and say, oh, we, are still, we are still on fire. It, it has been my life's goal and it will continue to be my goal till Jesus comes. Number two, we must have a mega church because the desire for a mega church will lead you on a journey that will make our church grow. When we have that desire, that's what makes us organize solely in Sunday. That's what makes us join when we are going out. That, oh, I can also share. I can give to one person, two people, five people. Some of us are, a, you are a people's person. Is that not how they say it? A people's person. It's like you are like a magnet. Wherever you go, people gravitate towards you. Yes. Why don't you rally people for Jesus? Instead of gathering them for Toli like stories, telling them <laughs> stories and various uh, jokes then they are laughing do you understand what I'm trying to say so you gather them for Toli but gather them, Toli is jokes uh, but gather them for what? for Jesus at 20 when people are 20 that's when they fall in love their, their, their emotions are very easy to very very small no, you see that their movement you know very sensitive and very eh? I will die for you people who are older like 40 something when they are falling in love it's like oh it's logical 
had a good idea. I've been single for 30, 20 years. Yeah. You have also been single. So now we have met ourselves. So yeah, you work at Ecobank. I work at MTN. And uh, let's agree. Let's, uh, you have your house. I have my house. You don't have to even think of even that we have made the houses. Logically, you just followed. And then I've seen grown-ups who are married. 60-something versus 50-something. When they marry, it's more of an arrangement. But when you are young, hey, it's hey. like, oh. oh. He, his voice, it kills me. His voice, his voice kills me. Oh, older people, voice doesn't kill you like that. <laughs> it's like, why, why, why have you made your voice like that? Ah. <laughs> But why have you made your but why have you made your voice like that? So I'm trying to be romantic. Ah, okay, okay, I see, I see. You are trying to be romantic. Oh, okay, I, I didn't know that. You should have told me. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. You softening your voice, and then some. I, I couldn't recognize who it was. I thought some scammer was trying to scam me. Ah, son, I see you. Okay, okay, okay. I thought somebody asked your number, and he's he's calling me to come and deceive me. Ah. Ready at 20 to work for God, to fight for Jesus. Even in um, Psalm 93, Psalm 93, verse, uh, I'm sure it's around 13, 11, 12, 13, thereabout. Psalm 93, 92, sorry, 92, 12, 13, 92. It's what? It's 90 what? Fast 12, 13. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13 is very nice. He says, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Verse 14 says, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. That is somebody's prophetic destiny. Somebody's prophetic destiny right now. Even in the old, your old age, you are not supposed to retire giving birth and uh, being fruitful in the Lord. Prof, I hope you are getting the picture. Yes. Hmm? Margaret, look at how you have cut your hair. You know, you look like some 16-year-old girl with your sneakers and your dress with some cape or I don't know what you have put a scarf around your neck. You look like some small girl. Do you understand? Why not? Why not? Why not? In the Lord. We used to sing a song that says that in the spirit we are young and will live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather around the table of the Lord, eat his body, drink his blood. But in the spirit, we are young. Don't retire before there's a nice phrase I forgot. Don't don't retire. Refire, refire, don't retire. Tell somebody, refire, don't retire. Even some of you, the way you are saying. You know, you have to say it as though there is fire in you that is burning you. Or like you have eaten very hot pepper and you are talking. Say, don't retire, brother, refire. No, no, if it's a sister, don't say, brother, refire. Uh, uh, don't, don't repeat. Uh, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Do you understand? Tell your brother or your sister, don't retire, but refire. Yeah. That desire must be in you. I want to see the church grow. I want to see the church advance. I want to see the church go forward. I want to see God's house fail. It must also be your desire. It must not be the desire of just the pastor. How many people can I touch? Do you understand, uh, lawyer? Do you see? Yes. Somebody says my church is full of lawyers and doctors. But I'm always mentioning prof, doctor, <laughs> lawyer. Hey, people who have gone to Bambury and studied in Milton Keynes and Oxford and things. So it's like, hey, please me. <laughs> I'm just 
selecting my people for encouragement. <laughs> Say amen. So that desire will lead us. It will lead you to participate when there's swollen Sunday, when there's outreach on Saturday. It will lead you to join it. It will lead you to pray when we have a prayer meeting. This week, I believe we have prayer and fasting from Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday leading to an all night. (laughs) Some people too are not even clapping. It's like, hey, you didn't tell me earlier. (laughs) But we are doing it. And when you have that desire, I want to see God's house built. I want to see God's house filled. And there's a prayer meeting, I'm in it. There's a fast, I am in it. Because that's also my desire. That's what I also want for the house of God. Number three. Hmm. We must have a mega church because the prophetic destiny of every church that the Lord builds is to have a greater end than the beginning. The prophetic destiny of every church that the Lord builds eh, is to have a greater end than the beginning. In Job 8 verse 7, he says, Though thy beginning were small, thy latter end should greatly increase. We are told that the kingdom of God is like a master seed. It starts very small. But in time it becomes a mighty tree that the birds come and feed in. The kingdom of God is like a master seed. But when it grows it becomes a mighty tree and the birds come and find shelter in its branches. In its branches. In its branches, in its branches. So if we start small, it must grow greater and greater and greater. That is the prophetic destiny of the Macarius Church headquarters. This is our prophetic destiny that we have a greater end, a greater and greater and greater and greater and greater. Though thy beginning were small, thy latter end should greatly increase. Some people think that we are some people say me, I like a small check where everybody knows everybody. Meanwhile, the people view it by your role, you don't know them. And you've been sitting by them for four months, three months, sometimes you've you've seen them for one year, two years. You've never asked them their name. Meanwhile, you want a small church. I won't mind you again. I will not mind you. We want a mega church. I said we want a mega church. Even in the mega church, you can know a few more people than you know by yourself. Yes. Yes. Though thy beginning were small. If you started a business, a tabletop selling a grandmother that you've tied in rubber, with sugar that you've tied in rubber, and with a gari that you've tied in rubber, are you not going to pray that that tabletop business will expand into a container shop and into a, a, a kind of supermarket? It takes you on a journey. When you don't have that desire, you will see that you don't even go. Your tabletop thing is there. You don't even go there. Somebody will come and go, 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 go. Who owns this one? I want to buy some. There, no, there, there's nobody there. You are more interested in watching Nigerian movies. Number four, you ma- we must have a mega church because most pastors and church members are deceived into thinking that the work of God has been done when indeed it has not been done the deception because of the deception the deception that God's work has been done is being done, is finished but it's a deception it is a deception because God's work is not done it's not finished it's not finished at all it's not done at all hmm Today, if you go to Europe, churches are empty. You go, churches are being sold. Cathedrals are being sold. 
Some have even been bought by Muslims and have turned them into mosques. Some into mountain climbing training centers. So the church, the outside is a listed building. They say it's a listed building means that it, it helps the architecture of the entire city to look beautiful in a certain way. So you can't change the outside. Is that not so my architect? The character of the city is also it's, it's part of it. Maybe when we are here, over here, we may, we may not think so much about the skyline. But most cities, buildings are tall, 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 tall. So, and in the night, you see lights in all the buildings. It's part of the city skyline and the beautification. That's why you want to go to Chicago. Oh, yes. You want to go to Dubai. When you arrive there, you see that your eyes are like this. If you go to New York, New York, New York, Manhattan. Hey, you, 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 you see that you, be, you, you can't look down because everything is... Then you be, if you are not careful, you run into a, 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 a bus. Because it's so beautiful. Everything is high, 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 high. You'll be there, isn't it? Yes. Tall buildings. But over there where they built cathedrals, because the believers thought that the work of God is done they don't need to help in preaching they don't need to help in converting people they don't need to help in establishing souls they just slept while other religions took over and other evils took over and now we are trying to legitimize evil that bible condemns Uh, we are trying to legitimize them and make them like a normal practice for human beings but let me tell you, evil that God has described, whether you like it or not, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. Whether you do some or not, you can't force the Bible to justify your nefarious activities. Occasionally we bring one, just one, just so that at least it makes you alert. Yes. And that is why as a church we must press on and we must work while it is day let us go out as a believer let it become your interest and your desire i want to also be a soul winner i want to help to increase the people in god's house i want to change sinners i want to transform people i don't just want to sit in the church and when i sit i stand up the chair is warm it's like that's my main work in the church Please wake up. Stand up from your seat. Please stand up. Please stand up. And then touch your seat. How does it feel? Temperature is warm. Is that the reason why you came to church? That cannot be the reason why you came to church. The reason why we came to church is to receive from God and become fruitful in his house. Yes. Matthew 9. Verse 36, Matthew 9. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. When you see multitudes, you see people thronging the streets. You see people going up and down in trotters, in taxis. Does it move you? Does it occur to you? Where are they going? So all these people, if they die, well, what will happen to them when they die? Where will they go? My pastor wrote a book many years ago. I think the title was Where Did They Go? Where Did They Go? Where Did They Go? All those who are dying and have died and have been buried in Audubon Cemetery. Where did they go? Yes. You see, you have to be a thinker every now and then. Don't just be, be singing songs and just, it's like, I don't want to think about anything. What will happen tomorrow? I, I, I had the interview of a, a, a man who I think is an, is an atheist or something like that. And he was being interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. And he was asked, so you don't believe in anything, isn't it? He said, oh no, I don't believe in anything. Then the, 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 the lady asked him that. So what will happen what happens after people die? He says, then he said in my own hearing, he said, I don't allow myself to think about such thoughts. I don't allow myself to think about such thoughts. That's
that's a deceiver right there. Because there is something after here. Oh, when our life is over, there's something else that where, where we live on. We don't die. We don't just disappear into thin air. If you don't allow your mind to think on such thoughts, then you are deceiving people. Because I have a Bible that explains what happens the very second you die. The next moment, what has happened? What happens when you die physically? The doctors cannot work on you anymore. <laughs> the nurses just stop working on you. The paramedics, they cease their work. But after you have, now the, all these efforts have ceased, what happens to you? You continue living. My Bible tells me that there are two destinations. One is heaven, one is hell. Thank you. Yes. My Bible explains it. Explains that when a person dies, he is still alive. All dead people are still alive. Allow your mind to think on such things. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Hey, verse 37, he said, Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers, but the laborers, the harvest, the multitudes that I see who, are, who don't have shepherds, who don't have anybody to care for them, the multitudes, he says that they are, they are, they are plenteous and true. You may think that the work of God is done. Oh, bishop preaches powerfully. Oh, the church, there are a lot of people in it already and so on. So you are comfortable. So you, you don't need to do anything to help. But Jesus told us, even in his day, he said the harvest, at that time the wealth population, I don't think was even 2 billion or 3 billion. And today, 8 billion souls are in this world. All around us, Ghana, we used to be, I remember when Ghana was 9 million. That when we say the population of Ghana, we are 9 million. <laughs> then we 11 million, 12 million. Today, we are, I'm sure we are about 30 million. Yes, 32 million. And still counting. As my singer is adding one more in a few weeks. It looks like two. Eh? It's only one. My twin grandchildren have also come to add. So some may go, but more are coming. I think the rate of birth is more than the rate of death. Yeah. Yeah. Because of medicine and I mean, somebody even is dying. Don't let him die. Don't keep him uh, on ventilator. He can't breathe, but they are breathing for him. Hey. And churches are also praying. Now we bind more demons in this current era than in those days. It, prolong, it prolongs life. Readers that I just confirmed, there was a, a, an experiment made, a group of terminally ill patients, and they prayed for one group, and then another group, nobody prayed for them. Those who didn't have prayer for them, they were being given medical care, everything, just like these other ones. They died earlier, they went into worse conditions and so on then those that people were praying for them hey they were recovering they were living longer oh readers digest a secular book secular magazine it's in it's in it i can give you the reference and give you the reference jesus said the harvest is plenteous that's why we need a mega church a church that is like the one we saw filled all here with outside everything is what we must aim for and we are going to aim for it and by God's grace if you remember you people you you were not in this service so this service was just from the beginning and we are building continuing to build now that you have come to be part of it it's also your turn to fill the whole room here and fill the whole road there and fill that side and get to the other side until to the very back everywhere is full because the harvest is really and truly plenteous only that the laborers those who work prince yesterday I heard you were on the field Malcolm fire yes and a casual movement prince was on the field and Prince was not originally a member of the church. 
Yes, he was living in the area. But by God's grace, somebody also brought you here. Huh? And somebody established him here. And now he got a wife in the church. <laughs> he got a wife here. So now that he has got a wife, he has got such a blessing, then it is also his duty, it's also his uh, opportunity and to add himself to the laborers with fire. So he was there yesterday. Malcolm, he was moving around with fire. He said, me, I like evangelism. Wow. He was moving up and down, up and down, up and down. Anakazu movement. May you join the Anakazu movement. I said, may you join the Anakazu movement. Number five. Hey. You must have a mega church because God's will is that his house may be failed. God's will is that his house may be filled. Luke 14 23. His house may be filled. Number six, you must have a mega church because our harvest field is the world. I see you are typing. Very good. But I tell you something the harvest field is beyond where our eyes can see. Our harvest field. The harvest field is the world. In Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Mark 16, 15. Downwards. Both of them. Jesus in his last words to his disciples. He told them, go ye. I think Mark said, go ye into all the world. All the world. All the world. So, just being here is not the place the only place all the world most christians don't want to look at this scripture properly and feel that it doesn't concern them are you sure it doesn't concern you because we don't go that's why there are people like world leaders who attack other countries in wickedness just to destroy things that's why there are groups that bomb aeroplanes and bomb buildings and bomb communities and bomb just kill, 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 kill. Don't say it doesn't concern you. Don't say it doesn't concern you. Don't say it's okay with me. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything. I don't allow my mind to think about all those places. Really? And I thank God for a ministry like ours that has various post mission places in different countries and God has blessed us to have a leader and a prophet who says I'm committed to the sentences he said I've not seen an angel neither have I seen Jesus to tell me to go but as I read in the Bible I say go ye therefore and teach all nations why are you only in Ghana how come you stayed in one city and in one town When I told you that you should go to the ends of the earth. Why? And sometimes it's the believers who are in the church. The way they are intimidating faces, intimidate pastors. It doesn't make them preach and emphasize these things. And when you are sending them, they don't want to go. When you are leading them, they don't want to follow. When you are doing outreaches, you see that it, 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 there's some kind of lethargy and, and some kind of dragging of feet and some kind of, I mean, opposition and spoken and an, and, 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 and an unexpressed opposition in their faces, in their body language. And you see that it's not a welcoming uh, program. We want a Gabapto fest. To go and baptize ourselves in water and play in the water and play soccer at the beach and then eat as well. We want Valentine's evening where we gather lovers and people that are supposed to love themselves so that they can eat, dance, and just have some games around a table or around some in some hotel so that and dressed in red. These are the programs we like. 
But these other ones that we should go out. Me, I don't like going out. Oh. Me, I don't like <laughs> mixing with people. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody to come and insult me. Me, me want some movie as I don't like trouble. Hey, hey, uh, ah, I should go where? Me, I don't like going anywhere. Well, look at them, oh, these boys. Then we're chasing girls. The way they should go to go from one area to the other. You live at Santo, you cross over to Kaswa to chase one small girl. <sighs> Hallelujah. Our harvest field is the world. There are so many souls in God's vineyard. There are so many jobs in God's vineyard. There are so many jobs. There's so much to do. But the believers say they will not do. They will not go. Who will go? Patrick, who will go? Who should go? On, on the Swollen Sunday, we even need money to help with busing. And every bus fare is gone up three, four times. And we will still go. The world has never been an easy place to live in, even economically. There is no era since I was born. Do you know that air ticket eh, to London used to be 6,000 cities? Early 80s. Which is like 6 pesos today. At that time, 6,000. But it was the price of a beetle. Like a car. So later you'll be saying, ah, and I am London PE. And how come we didn't go? Because you have plenty 6,000 today. But I tell you, at that time, 6,000 was not so irreachable. Yeah. I bought a land to build my house. It was 4 million, 1999. When they multiplied, uh, they, or divided rather our money by 10,000, 4 million became 400 Ghana cities. So I think to myself that, ah, why didn't I buy <laughs> hundred of them? I could have afforded it. But you see, at the time I'm talking hundred of them, it's no longer 400 cities. And those days, that 4 million Archbishop, it was my it's like everything the whole world that I had I scraped all my trousers all my pockets, I removed all the coins, everything hey, I said when I gave the 4 million I said nearer my God to thee how shall I eat after this today too if you have to buy land you have to scrape everything and still it will not be enough that's how it has been so there, at every era in life Things are not so straightforward like that. But still, you have to make a move. You still have to go forward. You still have to go. And God will sustain you. God will preserve you. God will supply your need. God, God, God will. If you can believe him, he will. Some people say, how are we going to live? We will live. We will live. Uh, You watch. In this season, more people are going to prosper. Oh, yes. In this season. You will not die tomorrow. You will not be poor. You will not suffer. God will sustain you. God will provide for you. God will do it. In the name of Jesus. There will still be people buying land. In this season. They say the dollar is... The dollar can rise. Ukraine, uh, Russia can go to Ukraine. I mean, the queen crack can die. Still, you see that we are making it. You are making it. You will make it. You will progress. You will buy more shops. You will buy more things. Hey! It's never been easier at any time. Never. But we serve a God that no matter what is happening in the world, because his supplies are not according to the economy of Ghana or the, 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 the power of the dollar or the city, but his riches are according to his glory. And his glory, ah, he supplies our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He is unaffected 
by the economy of Ghana. He is unaffected by the attack of a nation against a nation. He actually predicted that in the last days, nations shall rise against nation and people against people. But no matter what is happening in this world, there is a God. He never changes where he is seated. He is sitting still on his throne and he can supply your needs. Ah, this is the season that you go to London for the first time. <laughs> this is the season that somebody will sponsor you to, uh, to abroad and give you free hotel and you will eat and sign. This is that season. This is that season. You don't have to be afraid. It's the time. Hallelujah. Why is it that transport has gone up and you now want to organize Wednesday Sunday around this time? Yes. It has to be organized. Because people are still dying and going to hell. Still. And still, people are becoming robbers and murderers. Still. Homosexuals and prostitutes and others. Still. It's not changing. The world is not getting more righteous. Jesus predicted, he said, evil will abound. The love of many will grow cold. That's why some people didn't come back after pandemic. When we stayed at home for service and were online, some people were online. Even online, you don't know whether they were online. But when we resumed in person, they couldn't appear because the love of many will grow cold. So sometimes when people fall by the wayside, it's not because there's no anointing in the church or that there's a problem in the church, but it is a prediction Jesus made of the last days that the love of many will grow cold. And if it is if if, if it be possible, eh, the very elect will fall. If it be possible. So let us rise up yes, sir. and dedicate ourselves to this glorious mission and be ready at 20 when you are 20 you must be ready for war when you are 20 you must be ready to fight when you are 20 ready to witness ready to go some of these young men who are standing here you won't give yourself to Jesus then you see that evil wants to now overwhelm you it's on your phone, it's on your tablet, it's on your television screen. Every evil that the world has. At first, evil was isolated in geographical regions. You have to go, you cannot easily see somebody having sex. Hey, on which screen? Today, the, the world, they say the whole world is like a global village. So everything is in the palm of your hand. Your little children, you see them in their room, but they are connected to some pedophilia, some child molester in Afghanistan. And he's talking with them on, on their phones. If we don't go, how will they know? Number seven, please. I'm just giving you two more and then I finish. You must have a mega church because the biblical example of churches had thousands of members in them. Jesus said, I'll build my church. And when you see the example of what he was building in Acts chapter 2 verse 41, he says, those who believed what Paul said, New Living Translation, were baptized and added to the church. About 3,000 in all. We are expecting 3,000 to be added. We are expecting 4,000 to be added. By the time the service has reached its peak, we, we must have 7,500 seated and spread across all over here. 7,000 getting to 10,000. Add yourself to it, please. What's your name, sir? Huh? Noble. Noble. Beautiful. Add yourself. Give yourself to Jesus. Add yourself to his thing. What's your name, my, my, my nice friend here? Huh? Jatuk. Jatuk. Hey. <laughs> it's a name from here. I've heard of Datuk from Malaysia, but I've not heard of Jatuk. Is it from? It's from where? Your dad's okay. Beautiful. Jatuk. Add yourself. Give your heart to Jesus and tell yourself look, somebody here, you are an organizer. In your school, you are an organizer, mobilizing students, organizing parties with buses. This is what we are trying to also do for Jesus. Oh, 
not organizing buses to take people to the beach in the night to go and just misbehave at the beach. And there are some of you here, you are organizers in the university. Intelligent people who are learning archaeology. <laughs> yes. And political size. You mobilize, you are able to convince them that look, this evening we can have a good time at the Labadi beach. And, and organize. I have a young man here. He used to organize people from Kumase and Accra for party. Bus them to Kumase. Organize buses and carry university students from Legon and take them to Kumase for party. Girls and boys. So that when you arrive at the party, there's no shortage of girls and there are no short, there's no shortage of boys. One boy, one girl. One boy, two girls. He was organizing. I thank God today in the church, he is also doing something for God and organizing. But I have not seen that scale. Tell him that I have not seen the scale of mobilizing people from <laughs> Legon to Tech and from Tech to Legon. I have not seen that scale, that level of mobilization. I want to see it on the 4th of December. Yes. Some of you were candidates for such parties. In the university, they didn't have nude parties at the beach. They go and everybody takes off their clothes there. They are at the beach. Hey, 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 hey. These are done in our world. Let us rise up and do something great for our master. We will do it in the name of Jesus. We will do it. There must be thousands. There must be thousands. There must be 10,000. There must be. We must, we must see ourselves counting. When you are counting, say, hey, hey, look at them all over. Cars are parked all here, all the way to the gate. It's like we are looking for parking. And some of us will have to volunteer to organize parking the cars, organize ushering the people. You have to volunteer. You can't just be in the church and say, I don't know anything that I can do to help. Can you imagine all these people when they come to church? How would they be seated? God will give us. How will we, all these cars, how would they even maneuver around in the church? They have to, somebody must say, pass here. No, you can't park here. It's a whole confusion when you have a large crowd. And in one day, God added 3,000 souls. Acts chapter 4 verse 4 he says But many of the people who heard their message believed So that the number of believers totaled about 5,000 men Besides women and children They didn't count the women, they didn't count the children But they were 5,000 If even let's say one fifth of them had wives That's 1,000 people with 1,000 wives And if they had two children each Do you understand? That's another 2,000 plus the 3,000. So, 1,000 wives plus 2,000 children. That's 3,000. If you add it to 5,000, make it what? 8,000. In one church, and God was adding. God is talking to you. Those who don't like big chairs, it's too big and it's too. Me, I don't like. I have, there's a, a phobia for uh, crowd. If you have crowd. It's called agoraphobia. They are what? Phobia? Fear of what? Crowds. Yeah. Agoraphobia. Uh, agro, like. <laughs> agro is games. It's like playing. Uh, so that when people are, a lot of people are playing, then you are afraid. <laughs> agoraphobia. Please, that's not what it is. <laughs> agoraphobia. Agro, and so. Agoraphobia. You are learning something, isn't it? When I go into crowd, I don't know. Then I, I, my face is, is, is doing me. No, your face will not do you any. God added 5,000. God added 3,000. God added more people. His church. He wants thousands in his church. 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 Thousands souls. Thousands. 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 Singers. Ashes more ah, beautiful. Clap for Jesus. 
Oh, my time is finished. You must have a mega, mega church because having a large church means that more souls have been won to the kingdom. More souls. The Lord added, uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 47, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. The Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Daily, God is always adding souls. When they are saved, they get added to the church. Mega church means more souls are saved. And more souls are added. More souls are saved. More souls are beautiful. Number nine, you must have a mega church because in a mega church, more workers and laborers are released to the work to the work to work for God more laborers may you be one of the laborers Matthew 9 37 and 38 so pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he may send laborers into his fields so more laborers more workers I mean if you see the number of ashes it's like the number they are from here to the back all ashes because to take offerings from those and genuine people who are receiving offering at the back that we cannot see genuine that to have and you are genuine you are honest and everything but you will not come so by the time you realize some 419 boys have joined the ushers so you see that they are receiving the offering and they look here look here no they have disappeared it's like as if he's going to collect offering now he's getting closer to the gate He's getting closer to the gate. So the offering bag he is holding, you see that he has run through the gate, he's gone. So Dimrikano Kura offering bag, he's gone. We need more volunteers and helpers. I believe it's going to work. And the last one, number 10, so that at least you know that we have concluded the 10 is completion. You must have a mega church because through a mega church, more ministers of the gospel, full time pastors, Bishops are appointed and released into the harvest. And lady pastors in canary yellow are released into the harvest. More ministers of the gospel, more full-time pastors, more bishops are, and more lady pastors are appointed and released into the harvest field. Some people too have to do this work full-time. and We need such people. And the bigger the church, the more people we can have to apply and to be recruited and released and to be interviewed and released into full-time ministry so that there are also people who are dedicated themselves not only people who dedicate themselves to MTN and Ecobank and other nice organizations but there are people who are also dedicated to the work of the Lord may God help us and may God give us a truly mega, mega church clap your hands down Lift your hand and say, Lord, a mega church. A mega church is what we want. We are praying for it. Everybody close your eyes, please. Don't walk around. Don't move anywhere. I see people moving around. Don't move again. Don't move. Nobody moving, please. Nobody moving. Don't move. Just stay where you are. We are closing in a few minutes. Communion starts. Just stop moving. We'll finish just now. Everybody lifting up your hands and praying. Lord, we are praying for a mega church. Lord, use me. Use me in your house. Use me in your church to build a mega church. To build a mega church. To build a church of thousands. To build a church of hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands. In the name of Jesus. Use my time. Use my energy. Use my connections. Use my skill. Use my talent. Use my money. Use my legs. Use my hands. Lord, use my brain. Use anything that I have within me. 
employ and deploy it for your work so there will be a mega church in my time aloria mahanda leko sata derimida masatendere mekoriama leta sendele mekoria rabanda limara jata sendele bekaya ebanda la masofre medaya blessed be god Blessed be God. A day to Sunday ni mikapa. Lima suale. Let the grace of God bring in salvation. Come upon us today. Let the grace of God that draws men to the cross. That draws men to the foot of the master. Oh yes. Let that grace fall upon us. Fall upon your church. Aninga talini miade. Leto Sunday bala. Repandele medo. Zia kapandele maderia. Rapanda. Lera, Zontandalera, Mantandalera, Odasa Fandele Mecoria, Endeleve Shidelebo, Riandalava Sulaba, Endeleve Coria Bada, Endelevo Siki Adala. Blessed be God, blessed be God, blessed be God. Father, thanks a million for speaking to us and for opening our eyes to see your vision for your church. And we pray that, Lord, we can become part of the laborers that you are sending, that you are releasing into your harvest field. For the multitudes are fainting. They are like sheep having no shepherd. But, Lord, find in us the kind of shepherds that you can use to touch the multitudes. We thank you, mighty God, in Jesus' mighty, mighty, mighty name. Bless your church to be a mega church. And bless your people to become more and more fruitful. In Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here today. You are not a born again Christian, but you want me to pray for you. Wherever you are standing, I want you to lift up your right hand in the air so I can pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Wherever you are, just lift up. Maybe somebody invited you, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Please lift up your right hand so I can pray for you. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. If you have lifted your hand, please come to me right in front here. I want to pray for you. Come running. Come running to that mercy sweet for Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. let me pray for you when I pray, pray it after me it's your prayer but I'm helping you to pray say after me, Heavenly Father I thank you for today I come to you just as I am please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me from today, I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I am yours forever. Lift one finger and say, Now Satan, from today, me and you is finished. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Before you sit down, we are serving you the communion. You have been given the communion. You are welcome to the table of the Lord. Please take the bread, take the wine as we come to 
Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. This is the body of Jesus that was broken for us. The body that Bible says that a man this is the bread that cometh down from heaven which a man may eat and never die. May eternal life find access into your life. May God bless you as you partake of the body of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the body, the body of Jesus Christ. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. This is the blood of Jesus. Jesus himself lifted the cup and said, This is the New Testament in my blood. When you drink it, you are showing the Lord's death till he comes. When you drink it, it's giving you life. For life is in the blood, therefore receive life. Father, we thank you for the life in Jesus and in his blood. We receive it with thanks in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus. Drink. bless you lift your hand the Lord bless you and the Lord help you the Lord transfer you into his own habitation the place called Goshen when there is darkness all around you may you live in light when there is no rain all around you may there be rain upon your ground when there is fire burning everything around you may you be protected and shielded by Jehovah the Lord bless you the Lord help you when there is war all around but in your Goshen may there be peace that passes all understanding the Lord help you the Lord bless you the Lord take you out and the Lord bring you in in safety in peace in prosperity in the name of Jesus safety is of the Lord you are blessed going you are blessed coming may the Lord stir up men to come from afar to bless your life may God stir up men to come from the north and from the east and from the west and from the south carrying blessings carrying prosperity carrying health to bless your life may the Lord bless you all the days of your life and your children and your children's children oh the Lord help you in Jesus mighty mighty name Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.